It is. Hi. Hey, you. Uh, yeah, so apparently there is another... Um, what is it called? The Hunger Games? There's something about the Hunger Games actually happening. Yes. Yes, Al told me about this. Yeah, and I was like, why? So it was very weird that, like, people just happened upon this information, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I Something was in the air because yeah. we were, I was seeing TikToks. Mm-hmm. It was on the Netflix, like, top 10 yeah. counts. After movies. we talked about it. Now, it, I didn't see it before. It was us. Yeah, it was us. I, I completely thought that it was, like, my voice into the phone. Sure. Into the stratosphere saying, you know, we need more PETA or Gail. Right. And that's far from the truth, people. No. <laughs> I, d- I don't need that at all. Yeah. Um, I also saw other TikToks about how... <laughs> A lot of those types of books, like those post-war, like, catastrophic Um, books. Dystopian, yes. Yeah, dystopian books are actually just stuff that Black people have been going through this whole time. (laughs) Yikes. Yeah. You know, like, you know, child, children going to fight each other for white people's entertainment uh, or, you know... (laughs) Or dystopian Chicago is pretty right. much black now. Like it's pretty much what people are going through now. Um, I feel weird. I cannot agree or ex- extrapolate on um, the struggles of black people. I don't feel like that's fair for me. I'm just sitting here listening to you. I, you know, <laughs> there's so. I mean, you can be a part of the narrative, or you yeah, know, just, yeah, you know. I don't. I don't. I don't know what the, the she Susan Collins. No, that's not yes. Her. Susan, I thought whatever. it was. Maybe Susan, that's right I think it's Susan Collins. We'll go with that. I'm sure the people in the comments will let us know. Email us at wearecovenchub at gmail.com. Again, um, that is wearecovenchub at gmail.com. Um, no, I she released a new book like a year and a half, two years ago. That's mm-hmm. like a prequel uh, oh. about President Snow. I don't know the story, so I'm not gonna. Like, it's 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 well, like I don't need to know about him. Yeah, so I think they're making that a movie or a TV okay. show or something. So I think okay. that's what spun up some of the the pop culture stuff of it. Um, that makes yeah. sense because I was like, where is this all of a sudden coming from? Like, why are people interested in this this story again? I was like, if anything, you can do the Binti series. Um, mm. which is a, I think it's Afrofuturism in some ways. Oh, it's, okay. Yeah. And it's about this girl who sneaks away from her family and goes on this spaceship to go learn about, uh, space stuff. And sure. yeah. And it's, it's really cool. I enjoyed the What's whole it series. It's Binti, B-I-N-T-I. Yeah, where did uh, you see this? Um, my friend gave me the book, so it's not a it's it's a it's a a novel series. Oh, you got to read it. Yeah. Oh, you're yes, so smart. Yeah. I don't read. That's cool. Uh, you know, I read <laughs> occasionally when me it you too. know when it is pleasurable to me. I don't like to read. You know, 
music or anything of that sort. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. No, but like when it when it when it hits me, it hits me that you know I have these moments where I'm like I'm gonna read books, and I'll go through maybe like three or four months of just yeah, am. But um, yeah, like the Benzie says, if you're a reader, which you know. <laughs> I understand most Americans are not because our school system sucks. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, the Bency series is really good. Check it out. Uh, nice. Don't, don't ask me who it's by, uh, but it's B I N T I. Look it up. Look it uh, up, people. Yeah, Google. Tim, we've been off for we took a week off. We did. We thanks, did. Thanks to everybody who uh, were patient and hanging out for us. We just. Life happened, um, and we just needed five seconds, you know? Yes. Um, I really appreciate everybody who is still listening. Um, I hear that consistency is key, but, you know, sometimes it takes a moment. You got to take a beat to um, do your life things. So That's right. And you know what, Tim? You and I came out, came out the gate. We had never yeah. done a podcast. We had never done any of this stuff. And Never. all of a sudden, we went three months every week going, what's the topic? What are we doing? What are we talking to? Like, we- Very that. We've been working. And, on. you know, I'd like to commend us because I can't speak for you, but for me, I'm very flaky and I will not, I will say, yeah, I'm going to do this and then not end up doing it. I, I love how you, my best friend, won't call me flaky to my face on this podcast. That's love. That's family, um, and I appreciate that. First of all, I don't consider you flaky anymore. <laughs> I, I, I had a you, very- You've grown. You've I've had, grown. I had a big flaky period in my life. That's true. Yeah, your college <laughs> life was pretty, uh, <laughs> pretty Tim, flaky. Tim with the segue. <laughs> Look at this bitch. Oh, that's right. So Tim, you said the magic words, college life. Yeah. That's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about our, our college times and- Tim and I had very different experiences and even bifurcated experiences during, you know, multiple different pathways. It's crazy. Did. Um, but let's get this thing off, Tim. You want to introduce us? Yeah, sure will. Hi, I'm Tim. And I'm Bear. And this is Cub. And Chub. We're back, baby. It's a week, but we're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. A week for mental health. A week for Bye. Hey. Welcome back, everybody. Hi. So, Tim, we're talking about college life this week. We are. Oh, my God. Memory lane. So long ago. Memory lane. (laughs) And it's weird. I'm saying memory lane, but I've got a very recent college story. But my yeah, you do. My college life is very long. It's vast. Vast and spans decades. Three decades. Three. Three. Technically, three decades. Wait. Yeah, we'll get to it. We'll get. I be forgetting. You be forgetting. Yeah. (laughs) I'm even getting how old I really am. You're old. Um, But Tim, tell me, like, was college, like, always a foregone conclusion in your family? Did you, like, assume you were going to go? 
did was there an expectation that you would go or what what did like the beginning of college look like for you from like transitioning from high school so it wasn't i won't say that it was something that i always wanted to do but it was an expectation almost mm. because i was i was decent at school I made good grades. I didn't try very hard. Mm -hmm. And so to Black parents, that equaled he's naturally intelligent in okay. that way. Um, so it was just always like, hey, this is how you succeed. You go to college, you get a good job, and then you'll be successful. Yeah. Um, so I, I pretty much like, I guess made myself just a, just made myself uh, uh what is the word? Sorry. I um I just made myself okay with the idea that I'm going to college. Yeah. Regardless of whether I actually wanted to, regardless of whether, you know, I knew exactly what I wanted to do, which I did not. Yeah. Um I knew that I was going to college because my parents told me this is how you succeed in life. And I wanted to succeed. Also, being, you know, the gay kid in your family of, you know, a bunch of, I had a, a bunch of um, aunts and uncles and they had nieces and uh, they had nieces and nephews and everything. Uh, I had a lot of cousins mm -hmm. and I didn't know any gay people. <laughs> there were no gay people. So I was like, it, even if I don't go to college, I got to get out of here. So in high school, it was very much get good grades so you can at least get out of here. Yeah. Um, and I graduated uh, high school a year early mm -hmm. uh, thinking, you know, that was going to propel me in some way to uh, get to freedom faster. Mm -hmm. uh, my parents promptly told me, uh, instead of going off to college, you will be going to um community school community college i said no i won't i won't be doing that we had our one and only fight for the most part yeah and um i ended up not going to school for two years um ended up and basically out of the blue one day in like 2006 or seven i can't remember um I told my mom I was going to Radford University. <laughs> Are you? Uh, yes. I <laughs> told her I will be leaving in two weeks. And she was like, huh? <laughs> she was like, what? I was like, yeah, I uh, got to go. So I did. Um, and yeah, like it was always, it was always something that from high school, at least that I was like, yeah. This yeah. is going to, this is going to happen. Yeah, it was How a, about you? the idea of the ticket out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. it was the golden ticket to getting to something other than what I had been accustomed to. Yeah. What about you? Um, I, I think I always assumed I would go, and mm -hmm. I did. My dad, um. My dad had gone to college, you know, he, he graduated and then um, 
eventually spent some time in the military helping pay for school mm-hmm. and got his degree. And my mom, I think she may have like tried some classes after high school, but she uh, had a child very young and there was some family stuff. So she, she didn't go to college after high school, but I think my interest in um, tech or, or just kind of furthering my education. I, I also kind of always imagined that college would be that way of getting out of the house. Yeah. Being the middle child and the only boy and those lovely tensions in the house with family dynamics that happened at times. Um, mm-hmm. Playing peacekeeper was getting old, getting old. Um, yeah. And any of my family listening, family members, members listening to this, you know, I love you. It's, it's all, it's all good. It's all gravy now. But as an 18 year old, I was like, oh, yeah. I'm ready to run. I mean, I'm ready to get out of here. 18 year olds like just teenagers in general like we all think we want to get out of here right i was yeah i was i was done with it i spent two days at christopher newport university the fall after i graduated so i was 18 um and the military planes flying overhead nearby from the air force base constant panic attacks so for anybody listening this was the fall after uh 9-11 Okay. And I was still in PTSD mode. Like panic mm. disorder was brand new to me. Um yeah. and so it was probably brand new to a lot, a lot of, of people. A lot of people my age. Yeah. <laughs> um a, a lot of people in general, I'm sure. Um but um I was I I developed that issue of sitting in a class and not being able to concentrate and getting nervous because mm-hmm. I was in a classroom when 9-11 happened and all those associations with that. Mm-hmm. So being in a classroom right next to an Air Force base where you're zoom. Yeah. And it's like, I like think I got up and ran out of the last class and did not go back. Oh. So that was my that was my first multi-thousand dollar loan that I took out <laughs> for my education that <laughs> would go into that part of the ledger. Um, and then I spent the next three years like working. I, I knew that a classroom setting was triggering for me. Mm-hmm. So um, I spent the next three years uh, playing in my band and we mm-hmm. would like play bars and do that and working like a nine to five job. Um, but eventually I was like, <sighs> some of my other friends who were late to the college game, if you will, were finally kind of going off and doing their own thing. I was yeah. like, I gotta, I gotta go do that. So I eventually, like three years later, ended up at Radford, um, and Highlanders <laughs> was I was very popular being the twenty-one-year-old in the freshman dorm. I was older than everybody. Listen, I would have loved you. I would have been like, "Hey, give me, go get me some beer or something." Uh, I mean, that everybody hung out in our <laughs> in our room um, <laughs> because we had access. Because I was the one. Not that I'm saying that that's okay, and don't go do that, people, but also it's college, so I'm just kidding. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Um, Yeah, yeah. So I always knew I would go, but my journey has just been so up and down. Yeah. And so much of that is because of not being diagnosed with Mm -hmm. the panic disorder and not being medicated in a way that would help me get through that. Mm -hmm. So um, the journey started out pretty rough. but eventually it it was okay. <laughs> we we hey. got we got to where we were. Um 
so we get to of, where we need to be. Right, right. Like, uh, not to spoil the ending, but I spent a lot of time at Radford and did not come out with a degree. Um, you met me, I, that was the goal. That's <laughs> right. The goal was to meet Tim. <laughs> but um, I spent a lot of time there and didn't graduate. And when people ask me about, uh, everybody knows, everybody I know knows I went to Radford. I was there for four, five years. And they're like, what did you, when did you graduate? I'm like, I stopped going in the spring of 2011. Like, I stopped going. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I think my last semester was 2011. What did you study? Uh, or what was your degree in? I studied English. You know, I, I'm very, um, it's a sensitive topic for me. Because mm -hmm. I, 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 you know, I felt like a failure yeah. at the time. Um, and... I learned a lot. I went to a lot of classes. I got a lot of credits. <laughs> so many credits were gotten, um, mm -hmm. 90 of them. And I just, I couldn't, couldn't get across the finish line. Um, but again, I eventually, I, I just got my degree back in this past fall, got Yay! my, my, my bachelor's in uh, data management. Exactly. Which has nothing to do with English or accounting or music therapy or marketing or any of the other like five majors I declared while I was at Radford University. Listen, know? we sometimes we need to have a little real world application for the things that we want to have. Yeah, yeah. I always I always loved working. I never mind making a dollar. I never mm -hmm. mind, you know, um meeting you in the fraternity, you know, yeah. which is gonna be in our next bit, but um there are relationships there that uh, that were worth the loans that I'm paying off now. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm yeah. so glad that that happened. Um, but I mean, it kind of leads to the next question. But do you think? Do you think it was ultimately beneficial? I will say that I think that college, in the social aspect of college, is very, very beneficial. Mm -hmm. to any and everybody that can go um i think i think nobody gets anywhere these days by doing everything on their own sure um so i think that you need to create a space where people can find connections and what better way than being stressed the hell out for four courses that mean absolutely nothing to your life um, being together, whether it being after your class, you go and you eat and you stress out and you smoke your cigarette or whatever, or you go drinking and you meet somebody that you throw up with in the bathroom and you never know who they're going to grow up to be. They could end up being the manager at the place that you find work at that yeah. ends up being part of your passion that ends up, you know, there's not a job that I have gotten in the past 10 years that hasn't been from a connection that I made in college. Now, mm -hmm. did it have anything to do with my degree? Sort of, but I could have gotten in with just the connection itself. Yeah. Um, so I, I would tell anybody, yes, it was completely worth it. If you can make it work, yeah, sure. Yeah, but... If you can facilitate, if you can facilitate that in some other way that doesn't 
cost you a hundred thousand dollars from Sally Mae, um, do that. Like, yeah. <laughs> forget the degree. Um, yeah, I mean, you and I come up before the concept of a side hustle or learning mm -hmm. from YouTube videos and like just putting like that kind of concept of learning on the learning on the job, learning on training, and yeah, even online learning really like. I we started talking, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we started with that blackboard bullshit. And yeah. it was online is not for me. No. I need somebody to push me to do things. Sure. Um in a timely manner. But a lot of people are getting online degrees, and I think it's wonderful that they can go for twenty thousand dollars versus, you know, a hundred. Oh yeah, but no, I I mean, yeah, we definitely, and I still feel that, like you know, um, if I wanted to get a a a a, a bigger job in tech or something like that, like I've got to have the degree, and it just like isn't true anymore. Like no. you can learn code, you can learn these technical skills, um, you can learn a trade, and yeah. um, improve yourself through your work without having to have those things and that's just a flip in my brain that really just hasn't happened and again it's probably from you know years of assuming you had to do that well it's a i think we forget that in the 70s and 80s people weren't going to college people had like trades and they learned their skills in high school at like comic or whatever and they they learn those skills and then they use them in those type types of jobs like plumbing and woodworking and stuff like that. Yeah. And it, they created enough wealth to have have families and houses and stuff. But somewhere along the line, we just made it almost mandatory, at least mentally. We made it mandatory that you have to go to college in order to succeed at, you know, plus pl C plus plus whatever. Or look at you dropping C plus plus. Okay, look at you. I wanted to. You don't know this, but when I was in high school, I wanted to be a systems analyst. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, 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 know yeah. That. that was my first like. <clears throat> that was my first like. I'm gonna go to college for that. And then I did an internship at the school board and all they had me doing was making like telephone wires. Oh, yeah, and I was okay. like, this is stupid. I was like, this is stupid. I don't want to do this. And so I, I ended up not doing that. And I was like, I'll be a pharmacist instead. So that's, and I, I'm not that either. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> the path, the path that we go down, baby. Yeah. Uh, still in healthcare though, so. <laughs> well, Tim, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. I believe that's okay. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Hola. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Um, so as we have told you guys, um, me and Bear have been friends for 10, over 10 years. Mm -hmm. Um, and of course we have been, we're a little older than that. So there was a before and after, um, our meeting. So 
let's talk about the before bear. Uh, what was your college experience like before uh, me and your thing? Before you. So, um, oh, okay. I don't have to completely rehash this because I already talked about this in length on another episode, I think about relationships. Tim, we've been podcasting oh, for so yes. long. Oh my god, we have to, you know, we have to. <laughs> if, I, if I had the time and skills, I would insert that story right I was here. like, can we, re- can <laughs> we do the black and white? Remix. Um, but, but. Cue I, that beautiful bean footage. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I had been in school for two years, maybe three years at that point. Um, before I met Tim through the fraternity mm-hmm. and the before the fraternity situation was um, a lot of that was wrapped up in the that relationship and best friend dynamic with the girlfriend and the best friend and we won't rehash that so a scandal I, I, a scandal um, mm-hmm. so th- there was part of me like those first couple of years of college were delusional in this relationship mm-hmm. um that eventually turned into a triangle <laughs> that eventually blew up in my face um as most triangles do as most triangles do and so that was it's really weird because all of that is kind of bundled together there you know working at the bookstore on campus trying to meet friends trying to figure out who i was and you know switching majors and switching groups i just I was having a good time, but I, I was still kind of lost in terms of like my, the social aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when that relationship blew up and I was shattered, <laughs> the, the fraternity appeared. It was a very weird timing. And so I, and I talked a little about, the, about this too, but when I joined the fraternity, I was in, I was in defensive mode because of what had happened. And so I was meeting all of these mostly straight uh, mostly white boys that in this fraternity that um, seemed to really want to get to know me and for the most part seemed very friendly um, and I don't know they wanted me to join and I, I felt inclined to because I was kind of lonely at the time um, I wanted to meet new people but I had my defenses up and so that journey was really interesting because I kind of started here with everybody and over the years, like slowly started to let people in um, and kind of thawing out from that um, from that previous relationship. So by the time you joined, mm-hmm. I was the president. I was about to be the president. Yes. I think, yeah, you so, pledged the year before. Yes. Yeah, that's right. And then like a, the summer happened and then you became president. Yes, yes. So yeah, that's right. So. I got elected president in the spring, the summer happened, and me and Tim bonded as we kind of went into the fall of my presidential year. Mm-hmm. And um, and that whole thing was, it's uh, the, the summer events were obviously very intense. And then being the president, being the president of that fraternity, again, I, I love those guys. For the most part, they're a good group of guys. They're young 
college 20 somethings right like we all yeah. were well um, most of them were <laughs> under 20. <laughs> a lot of youngins there were a lot yeah. of youngins and that was i think that was my struggle is that i was older i was working a full-time job i was not experiencing life through their eyes and i was in charge yeah. of all of them mm -hmm. and so i kind of turned more into like a mother figure of like we probably shouldn't be doing that shouldn't we we should probably be focused on financials and all these other things that yeah. I was trying to get right in my life, and they were just trying yeah. to have a good time. And you know what yeah. I mean? We were just- And I think we got together because I was older than them. You also and, had the age difference, yeah. Yeah, I was, at that time I was 21, mm -hmm. and I was like, y'all 18 year olds are a lot. And I just wanna go to a bar, have a drink, and maybe sing. Um, yeah. And, you know, and I think that's where we, <laughs> we kind of like Joe's like, okay. Yeah. The, the Venn diagram for our, for, I think for our relationship and my love for Radford is joining the fraternity and meeting those guys and socializing. Mm -hmm. Again, not having a lot of straight friends before. Yeah. It was a learning curve, but I'm so glad it happened. Because I built skills there that I think I wouldn't have built in any other situation. Yeah. Um, but then McAdoo's karaoke. Shout out. I don't believe. I Wow. How did we get this far and not say McAdoo's? That's weird. I mean, I didn't know if you wanted to say it. Oh, no. I, <laughs> I didn't I, know. Nothing but love for McAdoo's. I, I hope. Yes. I don't know if they've done something or the owner i don't know i don't know um, but like the mcadoos of our years yeah was very um instrumental and yeah yeah at least my sanity for for those last two years yeah i i from 2007 to 2011 when i left uh, for that other job um i was there every saturday mm -hmm. oh, I, I say every saturday i was definitely there every saturday for karaoke and then I was probably there most days. Every other night. Well, at least there every Tuesday as well. It, yeah. It, it, <laughs> if it was a sitcom, it's where the friends go to hang out in the background, right? Everybody um, knows your name. Everybody knows uh. your name. At fucking my, <laughs> my favorite is one of my bosses from the bookstore. He was an out-of-towner. Um, and he would come and visit like the regional manager. He's like, we should go to Mikado's. I was like, I was like, oh, you're so cute. It's this is not bougie. Yes. It's not. Yeah. I mean, now, now it kind of is a little clean, but <laughs> they did. That's right. They put. They invested in like revamped it. And it's all like they mop it and shit. I don't know that place. <laughs> I'm not feeling the same about it these days. But um, yeah, it's it, it's different. It is. Different. It it gives a different feel. It's more family oriented. It feels. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But the, those McAdoo's days, I mean, I I know it was a drunken blur, and I know there were some but probably it felt like, good. Like I remember what I felt like. I yeah, I remember being twenty and invincible, <laughs> and yeah. that is a feeling that comes and goes. <laughs> I still love screwdrivers. Thank you for that drink. Oh, I no problem. It. I'm here but, to teach. I am, I I am here. To up until hand. then, I was drinking amaretto sours because I was hanging out with black girls. And ah, yeah. <laughs> uh, what, what, I mean, what, now I drink bourbon because I'm a grown man. But for, like, <laughs> for all the things, for all the terrible things that white people do, I know a lot of decent white bartenders. So shout out to all those. Oh, shout out to Nick. Nick. Oh my God, Nick and Kaylee. Don't you dare. <laughs>
Timothy Carter. I hope Nick never hears this. He is a respectable man. I mean, what are you talking about? It's not like I said anything. Gosh, thank goodness nobody can watch this on YouTube. You can find us at Cub and Chub on YouTube. Cub and Chub (laughs) on YouTube. On YouTube. Um, Oh, Nikolai. (laughs) Memories. DJ Rob. Always wanted to do a duet. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I love Rob. He was very sweet. Rob's a sweetie pie. I'm eating up all our time, Tim. I'm sorry. What about you? What about the before no. and after picture? Um, well, my first two years at college were <laughs> um, very different from my last two years. It's mm-hmm. almost like a yin and yang, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, I was the first two years I was a part of the gospel choir. Shout out to DGC, Deliverance Gospel Choir. Ooh. Um, we were amazing. Our harmonies were on point. Our moves were cute. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> and we 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 had fun with the Lord. Um and within that I met a lot of people who um to this day I, I still love them to death. We're not as close as we once were. Um but I, I adore them so much. Uh, shout out to Danelle. Um, they are Danielle! they are the most wonderful people, and I appreciate them so much. Mm. Um, but yeah, like I I was a tenor in the <laughs> gospel choir, and also when I got there, I was not the lead singer for most of the songs. But by the time I, you know. By the time, <laughs> by the time I was getting ready to be done, I was leading a lot of the songs, um, and I don't know. Like even I went to summer school every every year, so mm. I got to meet other black uh, straight people who were who were cool, and we had a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're not exactly friends anymore. And I was actually looking at a TikTok about um, there was a queer Black person and she was talking about how she isn't friends with, as close friends with her straight Black uh, counterparts. Mm. And she made she made the the she made the argument that maybe they're not as inclusive mm. in their way of life and speech and stuff like that. Sure. Um, and so you know we kind of end up just kind of drifting apart a lot. Um, and I miss them, but I wish them well as as good as you know my life is. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> But no, I I I really enjoyed my first two years, and then um, I was in a biology course, and I met uh, my friend Kim. Shout out to Kim. Kim. Yes. Is she um, still? Is she still? No, I just don't remember 
her last her new last name. Uh, I'll and, tell you what. And, and I don't want to say it. Just beep out the name. I'll beep out. I was going to say, I'll just beep it out. We're good. Yeah. Okay. Just beep out her last name. Sure. Um, What's up, Kim? But I love you so much, Kim. You're wonderful. Um, I met her in my anatomy and physiology, uh, physiology class. And she was just such a cool chick until uh, we stayed friends even after um, the course. And she she told me you should try out you should um it's not audition but you should go pledge this fraternity mm. and I was like who is this fraternity um, and so I went and checked them out it was Five Mu Alpha and oh can we say that no yeah. Okay, <laughs> it's not a secret that we're in the fraternity. Oh, that, no, but I mean, like, we say a lot of things. You know, I don't know that we've said Phi Mu Alpha. Yeah, I don't think that we've said it. Oh, we were we we are alumni of Phi Mu Alpha. Yes, we know. are alumni of the illustrious Phi Mu Alpha. No, I'm just <laughs> we are alumni of Phi Mu Alpha, yeah. and it's a music fraternity, um, and. I, you know, I was like, sure, I'll go. I always kind of wanted to be a part of a fraternity. I always thought that I would be a part of uh, the Divine Nine. Um, mm -hmm. Didn't work out, but uh, maybe if I go back for my master's degree, I will see what they see what the end gonna be. Um, mm -hmm. But <laughs> no, I I pledged Phi Mu Alpha and. Um, it was it was an experience. It was a, a like like experience. you like you yeah. are an experience. Uh not that type of experience. <laughs> uh, it was it was it was it was life altering and life changing. It it moved me into um a more. It was it was uncomfortable at first because. Mm -hmm. For most of my life, I had been surrounded in in black culture, mm -hmm. and this particular chapter of Five Mu Alpha was not exactly of that culture. <laughs> um, no, no. Uh, I did. I mean, there are other than me. I did find camaraderie with other you know other black queer people shout out to kevin shout out to our third chair yeah. kevin shout out uh and even just not even queer but uh shout out Corey. um cory tp yes um, tp my big <laughs> anthony anthony yes uh, um who we who come on who we forgetting what's up chip how you doing <laughs> Hi Chip. Hi Chip. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, but yes. But it, like, it was it was mostly yeah, it, it was of, predominantly like America white. And mm -hmm. um it was just a different it was a different culture than I had been used to. Yeah. Um as far as I wasn't I wasn't used to so much being around straight boy fragments. So it really, it really changed um, my view on things. Yeah. <laughs> and, so, and then the summer, uh, that summer after I had pledged, um, my my family 
had died. So, um, so they became sort of my uh, crutch to lean on. Yeah. Over the summer and through the rest of my college years, they kind of became um, my family. So uh, I appreciate them and love them dearly. And there's so many stories that I will not tell on this um, on this uh, podcast, but maybe later, you know, as we grow and I can show you more uh, of my world and <laughs> only fans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is T I M E C. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> it is not. <laughs> No, uh, but it is, my fraternity is something that I cherish now. Uh, d- before, when I was pledging, I didn't think that I was gonna, <laughs> you couldn't really tell me that this would be how I feel about them. No. Um, yeah, I I was not, <laughs> I was I was 21 years old and a lot of these people were younger than me telling me what to do and that was not going over very well. Uh, <laughs> and lo and behold, some of them are my great friends now. Yeah. So, but yeah. I No, I think I, I, there's something to be said about um, going through trauma and and seeing what shakes out, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, when 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 that happened that summer, uh, I hadn't known you for very long, and the things no. I did know about you were very limited to your pledging experience. Yeah, we hadn't connected on music yet. We hadn't really connected on your voice and connected. On I, honestly, to be honest, I want to say my pledging was very. I was I was concerned with. I was concerned with like the college of it all mm-hmm. and being scholastic and making sure that I got good grades the first two years. Yeah. Um, and I've, I was less concerned with getting, getting to know everybody yeah. on a very, very, very personal on level. On a meaningful level. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's because I was like, is. I was like, what do I have to do? I have to do. I, I, we, we don't have to put all the Whoops. stuff out there. I don't, it's, it's been a minute since we've had to do that. But, Please stand you know. by. <laughs> but, but yeah, your, your priorities so, were different. Yes, we are going to cut that completely out. Please. Please. Actually, ba- editor Bear. Editor, editor Bear. Bear. Please I, cut I, that completely out. What I actually, what I have, what I imagined him is just a very, the longest beep we've ever had on the show. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. a 30 second beep. Um, <laughs> No, no, I, I, yeah, it, your priorities are different. You know, you didn't yeah. know, you didn't know any of us. Yeah. Coming and into this pastiness. Yeah. Yes. I was like, all the right. Caucasity. Well, <laughs> Ooh, the Caucasian of it all. Um, It gave, it was giving, you know, something that I was like, I, you know, I, I, I'll be a part of this. I love, I love, you know, I, Kevin's cool. Like, right. Yeah. <laughs> sure. I, I'll, you know, it'll be, it'll be something that, you know, I'll be the Reuben Stutter. Anyway, but <laughs> you did not utter 
You know, yeah, I'll he, be, I'll Ru- win Ruben's over. A brother, isn't he? Huh? Ruben's a brother, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, Ruben yeah, is a that's brother. Right. That's why I use him. Yeah, I thought you were just... I'll be a part of it, but I, like... <laughs> I'll win, but right. I won't like I won't do anything with it. Yeah, but- <laughs> I'll just I'll quickly I'll win and walk away. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Oh my gosh. All right, Jim, we're gonna take a quick break, stutter, and we'll be is it stutter? Ruben stutter. It's stuttered. Stuttered. Thank you. I'm so sorry, yeah. Ruben stuttered. Uh Ruben, we're, gonna, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back. I love you, Ruben. Bye. Was it Ruben and Clay? Was that that season? Yeah, it was or, Ruben and Clay, and, and the Ruben girls were won. mad. He was the first twink that the girls were really like repping. We're good. We don't have to have this conversation, but we'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about Clay Aiken and Ruben Stutter. Oh my god. I gosh. mean, one was completely. Is he gay yet? Oh, Aiken. Yeah. He did eventually come out, yes. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know. Okay, I promise we'll be right back now. Bye. <laughs> what are you living? <laughs> what are we living for? Who is, who is who? Listen, um, we got to get to Drag Race. Oh, girl, do you have a shout out? Do you have a girl? Uh-uh. No, we're not doing that. We're not gonna. We're not gonna. No, I haven't shaded you once. You've been so good. at all. I've been, been, so been just peachy, just pineapple, just you know greens. I can't. I didn't. Even, oh. Not only I oh complimented God. you. you I complimented you. Your I skin looks great. Why does your skin look great? Thank you. <laughs> Everybody, I was shady during the break, and I'm sorry, Tim. Um, I mean, palm trees over this hub. <laughs> um, before I say what I'm grateful for, I want to shout out a couple of people real quick. Um, shout out. Shout out to our brothers Jason and Kevin. Um, our, our listeners will know they know who Kevin is. Kevin's been here multiple times. We love Kevin. He's our third chair, um, and he was rocking one of our T-shirts on Instagram this week. Beautiful cerulean blue. Oh, just out there working in his garden and rocking us and listening to the podcast. So thank you, Kevin. Um, and then Jason, another fraternity yes, brother. Congratulations to Jason. He just got married at the end of last year. And Congrats. Um, he sent me a surprise text the other day of him rocking the shirt. And I was like, oh my God, Jason. Adorable. Um, so cute. So to our listeners out there, uh, if you want to, you could email us a picture at wearecovenchub at gmail.com. You yes. can tag us on Instagram. If you have an Instagram account and you want us to share that, we'll do that on the account. Um, but we're just so grateful for our fans and we are, we love y'all so much and we love to see y'all. Yeah. No, you guys are beautiful and really awesome. So thank you. Um, what's making me live this week. So, um, Tim and I often discuss our journeys with our health and our fitness. We do. It's an ebb and flow. Um, I officially put all the weight back on from what I originally lost this past weekend. Um, okay. I, I, I just, I, I weighed myself and I knew this, I knew this was coming. 
there was part of me that was always kind of like, I'm okay as long as I don't put all the weight back on. There's, again, this, these are my mental gymnastics. I'm not saying that's okay, but there was part of me that was holding on to this idea that I'd still not put it all back on. And then this weekend, I crossed that barrier mm-hmm. and I had my own like internal come to Jesus moment. Um, I think, I know a lot of this looks like uh, fat shaming or um, this isn't the body I like. I want to live in and, and all these kind of things that may come from outside influences. But going through the journey originally to lose weight, I I know that what I'm I know that the weight I'm carrying right now is a reaction to a year of return anxiety attacks, a year of drinking a bottle of wine a day to manage those panic attacks, of mindlessly eating because I just felt better. Oh, did we do we have a visitor? What happened? I don't know why. Uh-huh. But this TV just came on. Oh my gosh. Oh no. We have a third chair. It's a ghost. Welcome wow. to Tim's. <laughs> the, t- the TV is oh, on. <laughs> she's um <laughs> she's she's fearing God okay. right now. All right. Um, um but but so yeah. Back. <laughs> so, thanks, um, Tim. I did not kill myself <laughs> if I don't end. <laughs> All good, all good. Whatever ghost is here. <laughs> They've arrived. They've arrived. They're calling from inside the house. Um, get out. Get out. <laughs> no, um, yeah, so I I know I know why I look and feel the way I do mentally and physically. Uh, it's because of the things I wasn't taking care of this past year. And um, yeah, so I just I I've kind of gotten this week has been full throttle back into um you know tracking my food to be mindful of what i'm eating um i've been haven't had a haven't had a glass of wine or any alcohol in the last five days um i don't plan on being sober forever but i just needed a time out to level set and get out of the haze of drunkenness so um i'm just grateful for as tough as it's been, I'm grateful to still be, to still have the wherewithal to make decisions and make a call and put my health first when that needs to happen. So, cool. That's where I'm at. Tim, what about you? Well, can I can I just say something about that? Sure. I don't want you to necessarily like it it came across as you were beating yourself up mm-hmm. about having put on the weight. Mm-hmm. Put on weight. I I would I would call to you to say um or to understand that sometimes our bodies retain water not necessarily fat mm-hmm. and water is very easily removed from the body mm-hmm. so when it comes to the scale itself maybe not take it so harshly 
the the scale is one of many measurements yeah so i i wouldn't put all the stock in a scale yeah but it is it is a measurement of many yeah. so i i hear what you're saying i i think for me it was i saw what was happening to me this past year yeah. i wasn't willing to deal with it and this was one last marker of yeah i'm, I'm okay i'm okay yeah. because i didn't do that yet you know what i mean like I oh was, yeah yeah I, was, I definitely do the same yeah it was the denial of it more than hitting the number you okay. know if i had hit that number and i was mentally happy yeah and eating but my body's changing because i'm getting older and mm -hmm. I, and again and i wasn't drinking a bottle of wine every night for a year that would just be another number yeah it is the conglomerate of that so no that's the one thing about you know no sponsorship but the group i go to um yeah. <laughs> they they really have taken back the idea of you know you can weigh yourself if that helps you stay on track mm -hmm. uh, but it is not the goal yes it, because again it's it's not just about body it's about mindfulness the mentality of it so and yeah. i i i want to say congratulations for not picking up the habit of the bottle you know for the mm -hmm past five days you know Thank you. there's something to be said about breaking habits that aren't necessarily something that you want to go toward in your life yeah and i, I think that that's commendable that you. you said you don't want to drink right now and you're not and that that shows a lot of like self-determination and so that you know congrats thank you I, all that's to say, I feel I've felt the best I've felt mentally and physically these last few days. So I'm yeah. doing really well. I know that was kind of a, a heavy thing, but I'm feeling great. So, yeah. yeah. And I mean, you shaded the shit out of me, even though I said it didn't look great. I'm sorry I didn't record it. Um, it. It was it was funny, if not mean. I'm so sorry, Tim. You know, I mean, it can be both. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What about you? What are you feeling? What What are you thankful for this week? What's making you live? Um, I'm living. I've for the past week I've been off work because I'm moving to a new uh, contract uh, for my job. So I have been off this week, and I have been looking at a lot of drag race and drag queens, Ooh. and um, whether it be local or you know, drag race itself, uh, kind of lending my hand as far as monetarily to a couple queens that like I just felt like really entertained me in a way. Um, so I'm living for drag queens and, yeah. and that um, we are going, we are having a lot of political unrest as far as drag is concerned and you know i i know i'm not doing everything that i can do but you know my little part of uh keeping visibility and showing up where i can and where i feel comfortable yeah. is you know is that so i'm living for drag queens this week drag <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race star Joe and mm. yeah. May the yeah. best drag queen best drag queen, drag queen. Uh, 
perfect. Well, Tim, <laughs> we're back. Thank you guys again for, for sticking with us. Um, yes, sticking us to us like glue right next to our hearts. We love you. Yeah, Tim and I, you know, we both have, uh, you know, life happens. So mm -hmm. as we take vacations and as we move around, um, you know, we may find time to time that, you know, the podcast has to take a break. But I think we both find this. I don't know, Tim. I love doing this with you. I, I love spending I love spending time with you every week and I know I love um, your face. Love your face too. Um again, thanks for everybody sticking with us. Uh you can follow us everywhere at Cub and Chub. At Cub and Chub. You can email us. Where can they email us, Tim? You can email us at we are cub and chub at gmail.com. Again, that is we are cub and chub at gmail.com. Oh, man, you got to get into radio. Look at you. Listen. You, you got to get into podcasting. Uh, give me give me <laughs> an advertisement, girl. Give me those ducats. Hey, to, toys. Anyway. Our, our listeners, if you are listening through Apple Podcasts, send us an email and let me know if you are hearing our ad. Um, I think there's something weird going on because Spotify, it's a video, but Apple, it's audio. And so... So I listened to the first... I had a moment where I wanted to go back and listen to yeah. earlier podcasts. I listened to the first one and I heard it, okay. but I listened to the most recent one I didn't hear. Didn't hear it. Okay. I got to look into that. I'm still learning the the technical side of the podcast stuff. So um, yeah, let us know if you're hearing our ad. I'd be curious to know. But um, anyway, Tim, I think we're going to go get our drag race on. So yes, everybody okay. enjoy your weekend. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye Looking for more drag race? Here you go. Like titty bonum. It's titties. She went wild. I, Listen, she, she went, went off. Wild. I just <laughs> want to let you know that she is my favorite because she is the realest thing to come out of drag race since Bob the Drag Queen. Like, she did not, she was like, I'm enraged. I'm incensed. <laughs> I do not care what you feel. And then she can't listen. Just <laughs> and did it very, very packaged. Mm -hmm. I feel like maybe like MIB told her, um, girl, do you want to come back for All Stars? There, there are, I need you to apologize. There are paychecks here. Yeah. In your and future. She was like, She's like, okay, girl. <laughs> and I, she yeah. got on Roscoe's and was like, you know, here's my white woman cry and forgive me, emotions, Latina, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and, you know, we forgive her, but I, I was, I never had anything to forgive because I was living.
<laughs> I was living. It was such a roller coaster. And, and, and again, like up and down the season, and then like that week she got off. Yeah. It was crazy. And it was I, just a crazy week yeah. for her. I was just like, dang girl, it's been a year ago. <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad she seems to be like things have evened out a little bit. Yeah. But she's exciting. Um, yeah, listen, I want to see her on Drag You. I want to see her. Like, if she don't win, I want to see <laughs> I'm in. I'm in the STDs uh, business. I'm here for it. I want to see. Did you see. Did you see Bob doing her piece in the with the body? Yes! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she took the money. <laughs> with those big-ass hands. Oh, my God. <laughs> so good. Oh, I okay. love it. I love it for them. 